Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to pose a question. How do you respond to stress? And I want you today to discover why it really matters, why it matters so much. How you deal with stress really does matter. Unless you were born with a special gift of managing stress intelligently and effectively, this is one of those skills that is really worth your time to develop. All of us do well when we are able to respond to stress versus react to stress. We talk about that a lot here, but it's a great skill to be able to learn, to be able to take that pause and respond. And the longer you do it, the easier it becomes, and it becomes just a part of your natural response, just like at one point, you had a natural knee-jerk reaction. Uh, it just takes practice. Your response to stress can predict the level of many different things in your life, including success, how much joy you have in your life, and how you generally feel day to day. How you deal with stress also affects your health. And This is a big issue because many people with anxiety are worried about their health and really concerned about all of the nuts and bolts of every symptom and sensation that they are feeling. Now, we don't want to spend a lot of time Googling and worrying about our sensations and our symptoms and how our health is changing, but we do need to be aware of it, right? Because there's often things that need attention and we need support with those issues. And so we need to be able to report those to our physician and get some guidance. But we have to learn the fine line between being aware and being concerned enough to reach out for help. And then the other extreme is that we are using Dr. Google day in and day out. We're following those kinds of symptoms and sensations that Google is talking about down the wormhole. And we can spend a lot of time worrying about things and adding fuel to the fire and adding to stress, which affects our health. So one thing is for sure, if you avoid stress, to the point that you are avoiding all stressful situations, your life, my life, whoever is doing that will become stagnant. Growth requires 
dealing with stress. Actually, growth requires stress, and how we deal with it will determine whether we grow or whether we fall behind, cause ourselves more harm, or if we are actually making changes that help us to grow and go forward. So stress is just simply a part of life. It isn't good or bad. The big issue is our response to stress. So that's why it truly matters how we are handling it. See how your ability to deal with stress matters more than you think. I have three pieces here I want to go through. And the first one I find extremely amusing because I've never really put it this way to you guys before. I want to ask you in this first little section, are you an escape artist or are you a distractor or are you a solver? Most people respond to stress in one of these three ways. The first one, the escape artist. What is that? The the escape artist does anything he can to remove himself from the situation. I know this has to sound familiar to some of you. Any solution that removes the stress in the short term feels like a good option in the escape artist's mind. The long-term consequences are of little concern. For example, hate your job? Quit. Even if you don't have another ready and lined up. Relationship stress? Leave them. You get the picture. This is how the escape artist deals with stress. It's short-term solution and like not even thinking about it. it. It does remove the stress right then, right? It changes up the situation immediately, but the long-term consequences are not good. Now, the second one is the distractor. And the distractor attempts to distract himself from the issues that are causing the stress. This distraction often takes the form of many different things. You can fill in your own blank here, but some of them are watching TV or actually watching Netflix or Hulu or scrolling through YouTube, scrolling through any of our screens, Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. That can be a distraction. Doing chores, over cleaning the house, over controlling other people, surfing the internet, or even eating can become a distraction. So maybe you fall into that camp. And then there's the solver. The solver focuses on finding solutions to the causes of stress. If there isn't a solution to stress, which is very often the case in life, the solver does his best to relax and avoid worrying and having over-concern about anything that is beyond his control. And that is just brings us right back to we need to take care of the things that we can, and we need to let go of the things that we can't. And learning to have that kind of discrimination will really serve us well as we go forward. Because even as much as we would want to be able to control so many of these different situations that come to us in life, we can't. They are outside of our circle of influence.
Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Getting back here to how do you respond to stress? And I want you to discover why it matters so much. I want to talk to you about the negative effects of poor responses. Poor responses to stress can negatively impact your physical and your emotional health. We know this, and yet we sort of put off doing anything about it. Because why? We don't do that because we're trying to be nasty to ourselves. We do that because it's easier to be the escape artist and just make the stress stop right here, right now, and pay no attention to the long-term consequences. But the long-term consequences are that we don't have good responses to the stress. And so we are just in a vicious cycle of quickly removing the stress, feeling relief for a moment, but long-term we have made no changes whatsoever and still have to deal with stress and our poor responses to it. Poor responses to stress can negatively impact your physical and emotional health. As they tend to internalize the stress or cause worse results than the original issue. And that's what it's like to be the escape artist. You're done for a second, but nothing has changed. And actually, you're digging yourself into a deeper hole. Learning to respond to stress effectively is good for you in many, many ways. And the third piece that I have here is a huge part of being successful depends on how we handle stress. Most people who have a successful, happy life learn positive ways to deal and manage their stress. It's clear that stress is a part of life and it must be dealt with effectively to maximize success, health, and happiness. So I have some tips here for you to deal with stress intelligently, you know, more reminders, and to get the most out of your life. The first one is focus on finding a solution. It seems intuitive, right? Wouldn't That's probably what most of us would, would try to do. But we want to 
make sure that we are focusing on finding a solution that is good for us, not just a short-term fix. There really isn't any other option than finding a solution that makes sense. If you're going to expend time and energy, use and expend that time and energy wisely. Rather than worrying, focus on finding a way out of the situation that's causing your stress. And by focusing on a a way out, I mean a long-term way out. If there's nothing that you can do, which happens, this actually happens quite often in our lives, and we need to recognize it. So when that happens, and you can't find a solution, you've done your best to find a solution, and you found there's nothing that you can do, do your best to avoid adding fuel to the fire by worrying about it. This is the place of acceptance and letting go. And I know these are difficult, and we've talked about many different ways on how to do that in other episodes, but this is acceptance. So if there's nothing that you can do, do your best to avoid adding fuel to the fire and worrying about it by accepting it for right now. That doesn't mean it won't change even in the next hour. All of a sudden things could change and there is something that you can do, something that you can have some influence over. But when you don't, we must let it go and just accept it for now. And the next tip is keep your head down and implement your solution. Once you've found a solution, put your effort into implementing it versus using that time and energy to be concerned about the stress and worried and going into future scenarios that are not happening in the present moment. Keep your head down and implement your solution. It's really good to have that kind of a boundary with yourself. Like, no, I'm going to work on the solution. I'm not going to go off into future tripping. We need to do these things for ourselves. Hold a boundary. This is the best use of your time at this point. Consider how different your life would be if you committed all your energy that you have spent worrying and put it toward finding solutions and putting them into action. Now, you can't do this just like a flip of a switch, but the more that you put up a boundary around, okay, I have a choice here. I can work on my solution or I can use that same time and energy and be future tripping and coming up with all of the possible pitfalls that are could come in the future. You have to have a boundary with yourself and say, right now, for five minutes, I'm going to work on the solution. And over time, that will become your new default, your new way of acting. Whereas before we learned, we learned how to just go off into the future trip. We didn't do it on purpose because if we know it doesn't serve us, But we learned it so deeply and it's so ingrained in us that it will take time to unwind that and to lay out the new way of being. And thirdly, I have avoid jumping at options that simply relieve your pain and stress in the short term. 
A natural tendency when we're faced with stress is to focus on a short-term, immediate, quick solution. But this becomes a habit, right? We become the quick fix artist where we know how to, we can, we know how to make it stop for the moment. And then we pretend like it will never come back again. That's like pushing it down. That's something that can happen with bad habits or TV watching or surfing the web or overeating, all these things where we just push it down, push it down. While this may relieve you of your stress in the very near future or in this very moment, it will also likely cause you greater pain down the road. Avoid using stress relief as a primary objective in your decision-making process. Make a long-term focus. Again, that's going to take some discipline and some boundaries within yourself to say, no, I'm not going for the short term. What can I do that will help me in the long term? Let me use some of my energy to go with that. Everyone deals with stress in their own unique way. We might mimic our parents or still be using habits that we developed in childhood. That's why these things take a while to change. We have to unwind what we've learned. Most of us wish we were better at managing stress. Make time for examining this important part of your life because how you respond to stress really matters. I hope this show has been helpful for you, and I really appreciate being here with you. It's a special time that we get to spend together, and I look forward to being back here in your ears, perhaps, in another couple of days. And now for today's quote. The art of living is neither careless, drifting on the one hand, nor fearful clinging to the past on the other. It consists in being sensitive to each moment, in regarding it as utterly new and unique, in having the mind open and wholly receptive. And that's from Alan Watts. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.